Aaron Rodgers is expected to make his decision in the next week. And if he comes back to the Packers, it will be for a lot of money. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Really Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Set. Your team Bob. every day. Touchdown! You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm here because I cover the Packers for the Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone that makes Locked On Packers their first listen of the day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Multiple big reports around Aaron Rodgers and his future. We also got some salary cap workings, so we are going to have to push off our mailbag episode into next week when, presumably, we will find out what is happening with Aaron Rodgers and his future. So let's start there. Diana Rossini from ESPN reported a number of Crucial things. To start, there are teams with offers that they are on the table. Now, for tampering reasons, um, these cannot be discussions yet between these two teams, um, and and especially not involving Aaron Rodgers. Uh, But there are apparently multiple teams who have vetted and put together offers that they will officially present to the Green Bay Packers if Aaron Rodgers decides that he would like to be traded. If he stays, according to Diana Rossini, it will be as the highest paid player in the league. That is what he's looking for money-wise. Patrick Mahomes is making mid-40s. There was reporting that the Packers were expecting or had already offered a top of market quarterback deal something in that 50 million dollar range she told rich eisen diana russini did that that's what aaron Rodgers wants and so if that's what he wants and that's what the packers are offering then you have to believe that that congruency there matters now that raises important questions about how it's all going to work on the salary cap, but more on that in a second. And then Rob Domofsky added some clarification uh, from ESPN that the Packers are talking with Rodgers about these contract issues. This is not, and, and I suppose it's an intuitive thought, but it's also, I think, just as rational to believe while the Packers wait on Aaron Rodgers, They're just waiting on Aaron Rodgers. They have an idea of what a contract restructure would look like. Presumably, they have presented it to him in all of the meetings that they've had. Hey, we think that if you come back on this price and for these years, then it's going to leave this much in the salary cap for Devontae and for Devondre and for Rasul and, and, and whoever else. You have to believe that Rodgers at least knows where they're standing But you could imagine, certainly, that they're not in communication as he's making this decision, that they would want to give him some distance as he's making this decision. 
But it sounds like they're working this all out, that they're trying to figure out, okay, if I come back, what does that look like? And you'd hope there is some give and take here that Aaron Rodgers is saying, yes, I'd like to be the highest paid player in the league. I deserve to be the highest paid player in the league. And in a lot of ways, he does. League MVP, uh, yes, he is much older than, say, Patrick Mahomes. But at the same time, uh, he's he's not up. It's always the next guy up gets the biggest deal. But he has the leverage to renegotiate. And when you have the leverage to renegotiate, you put yourself in a position to break the market, to get that top of market deal. All that said, this was part of the discussion that we had last year about where the Packers were with Aaron Rodgers. You can't say it's not about the money if the request is $50 million. Now, let me be clear. I do not begrudge Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or a running back or anyone wanting to get paid commensurate to their value or wanting to maximize their earnings. Please go get your money. I will always tell you to go get your money, assuming that, you know, the, the role brings you happiness, all that stuff. Don't take a job just for the money unless you don't care about anything else except the money. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you have said on the record multiple times, it wasn't about the money, it's not about the money. Then how now is it about the money? How is that the ask? Not what is the best way to build this football team? What is the best way to make sure this is a championship caliber roster? What is the best way to make sure that Devontae Adams gets to stay? that Devondre Campbell gets to stay, that guys that I like, like Billy Turner and Preston Smith, get to stay. No, it's money. And if the answer is, well, it's about respect, and that was the way Rodgers framed it last year in that August press conference, or July press conference, excuse me. I went back and watched it. And by the way, Rob Domofsky asked him, do you have assurances that you're going to be traded or that you get to pick where you get to go next year? Roger said, no. That fits with what Brian Gutekind said, that that was not the agreement. The deal is not that now Rodgers just gets to call his shot. If he wants to be traded, he has to be traded. Not the case. And also, that's pretty obvious. But Rodgers said on a number of occasions, it's not about the money. But he did say there are ways that they can show me that I'm a part of their future plans. And he lamented not feeling like they were talking much past 2021 in their discussions about restructure, which they ultimately did restructure. And then he said, and they tried to throw some money at me. The reporting was actually that the Packers offered him a top of market extension. Now, that may not be exactly what happened, but they offered to, to give him the extension that he apparently sought. And the, the generous reading here is that what Rodgers wants is respect and is a commitment, but that commitment comes in the form of a contract with money. 
And if that commitment is also tied to a top of market contract, $50 million a year, then it's not about respect. It's about the money. There's also this part. Maybe all Rogers wants is the offer. The metaphor that we used last year was the old garbage. It's not that I want you to take out the garbage. I want you to want to take out the garbage. Maybe all Aaron Rodgers wants is for the Packers to want to make him the highest paid player in the league. To want to commit to him longer term beyond this year. Maybe that is the respect part of this. Hey guys, I just want you to want me. I just want you to affirm my value to this team because I don't feel it. And as a superstar player, as a legend for this franchise, I deserve that. And he's absolutely right about that. He is absolutely right about that. He does deserve that. He also said that that he understood this was a business. And so... I think if you're Aaron Rodgers, you say, this is what I want. It's it's not the money. It is that you want me. You showing you want me. Okay, great. But $50 million makes it really hard. Now, is it workable? Yes, it is. And in fact, the the, uh, offering that I made a week or two ago, maybe longer now, was that you use the Dak Prescott deal as a sort of framework. That what he got was this, um, I believe it was a three-year deal that had three or four years of voids, and you were able to spread out the guaranteed money, the, the, the signing bonus money, and so then it could be restructured again, and you could push the signing bonus out even further on the cap. Two years, a hundred with three years of voids where you've got, let's say, $80 million guaranteed at signing. Now, first of all, you got to have the cash. The Packers do not have a problem with the cash. You could even do all of it. It's fully guaranteed. Well, you, you can't quite do all of it because you got to have a base salary. But you let's say you do 80 the way that the Packers do this anyway, fully guaranteed. Um, Because they only want to guarantee bonus. They don't guarantee salary years. They don't guarantee years. Other teams will guarantee years. They'll say, you are guaranteed 2022. Or you are guaranteed 2023. You will be on that contract. But let's say you guarantee $80 million at signing. You can spread that out across those void years. And he could have a contract that is a cap hit, even on a quote-unquote $50 million deal per year, It could really be 28, 30, and that would save you a lot of money. That would save you a lot of money. It is theoretically workable. You just can't say it's not about the money when it is so very clearly about the money in some way, shape, or form. Because if the way that you show respect or you want to be shown respect is money, then ultimately, It's still about the money.
Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next Fired coach will land betonline.net is your number one spot for all your betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, golf. Awesome stuff at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm on there too. So you can come hear me sometimes on the Locked On NFL podcast as well. So Aaron Jones restructured his contract freeing up a little more than $3 million. And it's not a huge number. Um, they, they could have done more, frankly. And there is this hysteria over what his cap hit could be in 2023 because he's set to have the largest cap hit ever for a running back. The thing is, no, he's not. <laughs> I mean, he's just not. He's not going to be 20 million on the cap in 2023 because he's got a $7 million signing bonus or roster bonus, excuse me. And yes, he's got $8 million in base salary. Guess what? Guess what you can do? You can convert that salary to bonus. Guess what you can do to the to the roster bonus? You can convert that and accelerate that. So it's not as if the world is ending because Aaron Jones is restructuring his con- contract. Now, the problem, as has been stated in not just Green Bay, but in places like New Orleans that have engaged in these kinds of things, Kansas City to a degree, is when you're constantly restructuring contracts, you beget a cycle of restructuring. So you got to restructure Aaron Jones. Well, in a year, you got to restructure him again. And then you got to restructure him again. And then you got to restructure him again. And eventually, you run out of time to restructure. Now, if you're comfortable with paying him the money, then you're fine. You don't have to worry about it. I don't think the Packers are going to pay him $20 million in 2023. But then if you push more money out, he's already got a cap number of 16 million in 2024. So now you're you're going to push money into 2024. Now you, you need to either rework the deal again or something else. Now they can push money into the last year. Right now there's there's nothing in that last cap year or the last void year on the cap. They can push money into there. But at some point, Aaron Jones is going to be making a lot of money. And it's not going to make sense for them to cut him because of what the dead money is. Next year, it's about a 50-50 split. You could save $10 million by moving on, but you're going to eat about $10 million in dead money. You don't want to do that. Now, another year in the future, and all of a sudden, that burden is a little bit less. That is an important distinction. And all of this brings us back to a theme that I'm going to keep harping on here. Oh no, the Packers will have to 
keep around a player in Aaron Jones who is a model citizen, who is a terrific running back, who is a boon to the community, who is a leader and a positive presence around your team. Oh no, they have to keep that guy. This is the beauty of the situation the Packers find themselves in with these contracts and with these guys. Now, they have done all that they can do between last year and this year in terms of every contract that they have, basically, that is restructurable, they've done either last year or this year. Now, they can restructure the restructure, which is what they're probably going to do. They have the David Bakhtiari contract. That's a big one that they can still clear a bunch of space. They still have the Zadarius Smith move to be made. Preston Smith on an extension could be something that, that we see. Billy Turner could be cut. Still plenty of things on the line here. This was not, by, by cap flexibility, a big move for the Packers. Now, it, it set off a firestorm of, of media articles and worry and, and uh, you know, uh, pearl clutching about future salary caps. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. These things tend to work themselves out. And if they don't, it will be because your team had too many good players on it. Let me say that again. It will be because your team had too many good players on it. And that, think about that for a second. That is the concern that we have for this Packers team. How do you pay everyone? Especially when you're having to restructure these deals. How do you pay Rashawn Gary? How do you pay Jair Alexander? Well, you do it now is the short answer. Don't be surprised if we get a Jair Alexander extension here in the next week or two. A Rashawn Gary extension potentially. Guys that are under contract, who are really good, who you can get first couple years cheap, and then they accelerate. Okay, great. Well, if the next two years of Aaron Jones are really expensive, but you get Jair Alexander for the next two years on the cheap, then when that Aaron Jones contract rolls off, you've got the Jair contract that starts to get a little bit bigger. If you're, if you're always having to do this because you're always having to extend good players, then you probably should just trust your process, not worry about the cap. As much as some fans do and some media do. And trust your, your personnel, trust your coaches, trust your personnel people and say, okay, if you got to make a decision on Darnell Savage in a year or two, that's fine. Can figure it out. If you have to extend Jair Alexander, great. Have to. You get to. You get to extend Rashawn Gary. You get to sign Elton Jenkins. And there's always ways to make it work. Diana Rossini made this point. 
She said she was talking to a team in the theoretical Aaron Rodgers race. And she was like, guys, explain this to me. How does this work? How can this work on the cap? Doesn't make sense. And they were like, we'll figure it out. You can always make it work. And this is what Andrew Brandt always says. You can always, you can always make it work. And so the Packers, if, if their problem in two years is that they have too many good guys, so be it. You got to prioritize which guys are the most important. And maybe you have to eat some dead money. And maybe you have to restructure a couple more contracts. But for as long as you are good, figure it out. You can always keep putting it on the credit card until you can't. But usually when you can't, the prudent time to eat it is when you don't have the team anymore. When your luck runs out in the draft or you have a, a couple guys who sustain injuries and they're just not the same after those injuries. The Saints, the Saints didn't become a, a non-contender because they horribly mismanaged their salary cap. When Drew Brees left, they were way over the cap and they decided now is the time to eat it. Now is the time to say, Trey Hendrickson, bye-bye. We are not going to pay you. We are not a very good team and we have to make some difficult decisions. If Drew Brees were on the team and they were going to compete for the NFC title, they would have kept Trey Hendrickson. They would have figured it out. And that is the position that Green Bay finds itself in right now. They are in the, we're just going to figure it out. Until, until we suck, we're just going to figure it out. That's the position that they are in. And frankly, it's a pretty advantageous position to be in. And you can certainly make the case that this is how they should have handled the end of the Brett Favre era. And it's how they probably should have handled the last three, four years. Now, they went all in. Heading into 2021, for sure. 2020 and 2019, they, they went on the spending spree in 2019. They didn't have money in 2020. It's not like they lost anyone in 2020. They'd lament losing. They've gone pretty all in the last three years. And it's to the point where they haven't had to face the real ramifications of everything that's gone on here. Now, they, now they're facing them to a degree. But there's still money in the banana stand, always money in the banana stand. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I had a Built Bar today and it was essential in getting me through my morning. I have a toddler and so I don't always have time to eat a real meal or I might get really hungry because I didn't get a chance to finish my breakfast or my lunch because he needed tending to or because he ate half of it, loves to do that. So I reach for a built Bar, something that I know I can put in my body that I'm going to like eating because it tastes delicious. 100% chocolate, bomb flavors. I had the coconut brownie. And yet high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar, low in calories. It is truly a feat of modern engineering, what they're able to do. They have a, a Puffs line that is protein-infused marshmallow. I love the, the coconut puffs. 
Um, they're, they're coconut. I don't know what they do. I don't know where they get it. I think it's made of like sunshine and rainbows. It's awesome. All of their coconut flavors are so good. I, I have their built bites before workouts to give me a little extra fuel and you can too. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off on your next order. Built.com for 15% off at built.com with the promo code LOCKED15. Thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring you the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football's top prospects plus NFL front office latest. It's free and available on all platforms. There was an interesting nugget from Mark Eckel over at Packer Report. He was talking to a former NFL executive. And he said that Jordan Love would be the best quarterback in this draft class by a lot. And that's an interesting idea. Now, it's not a very good draft class. So it's not like this is some sort of beautiful compliment. In a way, it is a backhanded compliment. But the thing I think we need to remember about Jordan Love, and this is irrespective of what happens with Aaron Rodgers, is Green Bay is not going to give up on Jordan Love. He is too talented. He has made progress. And they invested too much in him, especially given the backlash, especially given the way it made Aaron Rodgers apparently feel. And it is too valuable to have a quarterback on a rookie deal. Rodgers gets COVID, you have a quarterback and you get to evaluate him. You have a quarterback now who may not want to be at OTAs this year. You have your young quarterback who has a chance to develop. He may not want to take all the training camp reps. You have Jordan Love. Jordan Love got first team reps in practice a lot of the season because of the foot issue that Aaron Rodgers was dealing with that was not COVID toe. He wants you to make sure you know, not COVID toe. And he's still only 23. That's that's the remarkable thing. There are a couple of these quarterbacks who are going to go in the top 100. He's younger than those guys. And those guys are going to start year one. This is going to be year three for Jordan Love. Although I think it's really more like one year, one and a half. They're going into year two, two and a half, maybe. That first year really doesn't count. Green Bay is not going to give up on Jordan Love. They're not going to trade Jordan Love. That's not happening. And they're not just going to walk away from him unless and until they have to. And, and it may be that his play in the preseason is bad and it's just a sunk cost and in a year you 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 get the Brett Hundley deal you get the fifth round pick or whatever just because a team needs someone by the way Tom Clements in in Arizona I believe coached Brett Hundley for a season um because he went to Arizona let's not let's not just dismiss the fact that Jordan Love could still be the quarterback of the future in Green Bay and I, I know there are fans that have just decided he sucks I know media members that have just decided he sucks. I am not one of them. Now, I have been holding my Jordan Love stock from before the draft, and it has it has done a little Bitcoin thing 
lot of lot of volatility up and down up and down up and down up and down and if if you're the packers there's there's no reason for you to say we're just going to be done cuz you do that this early in the career of someone who is a bad guy or a, a bad worker or a bad teammate jordan love is by all accounts none of those things so we we go i think aaron rodgers is going to be back for at least a year i think it's just going to be the one year i think this is this is the last dance part deux and rodgers wins and rides off into the sunset or he doesn't and it's retirement i think that's the most likely thing maybe another year you you set it up so you can restructure the contract blah 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 you're still going to have a chance to get jordan love on the fifth year option if you want it I think worst case for Jordan Love is he's the starter by year five. Would it be traditional for him to have success like that? No, but but was his journey and was his experience to to date traditional? No, not by any means. So just just something I wanted to throw out there because of that great reporting from Mark. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. We'll be back next week. I think we're going to get an Aaron Rodgers conclusion next week. Uh, I, I would guess on Pat McAfee's show, Jake Morley, friend of the show, has said that he believes it's going to be that Tuesday. I believe it's March 1st. And so I think that's right. Uh, so watch this space, as they say. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775. Stay locked on Packers. <laughs>